Hello, 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 and Merry Almost Christmas. Um, it's a wonderful time of the year, uh, and I hope you are all doing stellar today um, and just having a great day. And, uh, you know, maybe you're taking a break and it's the New Year's, uh, but either way, uh, I've got a really fun topic to talk about in the New Year's, uh, and uh it's harnessing the New Year's. Now you may have read that and be like, what on earth does Samuel mean by harnessing the New Year's? Um, but here's the thing. You know it and you feel it every year. Christmas comes, right? And everyone gets that break, that breath. Everyone pauses a few holidays, a few days off, uh, and you kind of Leave that week with that Christmas peace, and then you go into the New Year's, and everything starts, and you think, all right, let's do this. You think, it's my year, right? That's why we do New Year's resolutions here in our culture, right? That we're like, this is our year. We're going to do something big. We're going to do something bold, and we're going to change the world. Now, the reality is, we usually get to February, and all bets are off, but... Here's my theory. Here's my hypothesis. And here's what I want to talk about today. We can harness that energy for the new years and use it to build our ministry so that more kids can hear about the love of Jesus. And I don't know about you, but that seems pretty good. So here's my thought. What if we use the New Year's momentum that everyone has, right? Everyone goes into the New Year excited, even if they don't do New Year's resolutions, even if they're like, ah, oh, whatever, right? It's a new year. It's a new start. Uh, us as humans, I think, like that idea of like, all right, fresh start. Here we go. Let's get into it. Let's go. And so it's a great opportunity to really harness people's energy and excitement to get things done. And so let's break it down here. I've got a few ideas and a few things for you to think about as you go into the new year. And then you say, hoorah, we're going to harness this. It's going to be great. Uh, and you guys are going to crush it. Uh, but here's the thing. Number one uh, is use the dreams of the new year, okay? As people go into the new year, they have an idealized vision of what's going to go on. Now, obviously, our ideals aren't always met, uh, nor are they usually met. But use the dreams, okay? Uh, people will look forward to ideas. Uh, and so when I say use the dreams of the New Year's, uh, tag along with these people in their visions, right? Uh, you know, some people's dream is, I want to be fit by the end of the New Year. Uh, and that's a great vision in something. So can you, as a ministry leader, cast a dream vision? Uh, right? What is your vision for the new year? I believe we talked a little bit about that in, uh, you know, in the last few weeks is, is looking at the new year, what it looks like and what it means. Uh, but do you have a vision? Do you have a plan? Do you have a goal that at the end of 2024, you can look back and say, all right, I have accomplished this. And if so, great. If not, pause, take some time, go do that. Go think through what you want your ministry to look like in a year. And if so, then think, how can I cast this to my volunteers. How can I say at the beginning of 2024 where I want to be and get these people inspired, right? Do you want to double your volunteer team? Do you want to uh, you, you know, create more family interactions outside of the church? What does it look like for you for the next year? 
and then use that to cast a dream and a vision in your ministry on what it looks like uh, for your ministry and for your uh, you people and your team and the families inside of that ministry uh, to be a part of your ministry in 2024, right? Use the dreams. Use what people uh, are looking forward to and create uh, that eager anticipation uh, for the things to come in your ministry. Because when people are excited about what's happening in your ministry, then they will dive on board. They will want to be a part of it uh, and they will uh, you know, push hard for those goals and those dreams to become a reality. So number one, use the dreams of the new year. Use that idea of this fresh start and these goals that we can reach, right? Just like uh, just like their New Year's resolutions, use that, right? And if you want to be cheesy uh, with it, then call it your ministry New Year's resolution. Call it that and push people to uh, work hard for it. Number two, uh, when we push people and when we create that dream, uh, along with the New Year's itself, it creates an energy, it creates a buzz, it creates an excitement in the air of your community and your culture, and utilize that, right? Uh, everyone goes into the new year with slightly more energy than average, I would say. You know, a little more energy. What's this year going to bring? What's going to happen? Uh, I want to seize this year, right? Seize the day. I want to make it mine. I want to make it my own. I want this to be a good year. Seize that mentality and put it towards ministry, right? Uh, honestly, it's a great ministry tool, right? Uh, instead of seeking uh, you know, making themselves greater or their lives better. What if we sought to make our ministry better so that more and more people knew the love of Jesus? I think that's pretty, pretty uh, noble and admirable. So seize that energy of people looking forward to doing something that matters uh, and harness it in your own ministry. Uh, like I said, cast that dream and cast that vision and cast that goal in your ministry. And when people see that, that will create that natural energy and pair that along with the energy of the new year. And you have a team that is genuinely excited about what's going on in your ministry, right? They're not just showing up. They're not just coasting through the week. They're not just filling a spot in your church and in your chairs, uh, but they are a part of the team. And when they're a part of the team, uh, then they are willing to jump in and do so much more uh, as the Lord uses them. And so use that energy and get people plugged in um, with anything, as always, if I talk about putting uh, volunteers in the right spot, uh, you can multiply that energy by putting them uh, in a role that gives them life as well. If you have someone that loves something artistic, then say, hey, you know, this year uh, we've cast this vision. We want our ministry to be a place where kids feel safe and enjoy uh, each week that they're here. I want you to be my creative director. I want you to every month come up with a new idea and a new theme, and we're going to decorate this whole place, and you're going to be in charge of that. And you know what? If you have casted that vision well and you have people that are excited about your ministry, uh, then they will carry that on with enthusiasm and energy. Uh, you know, can you imagine just the excitement as they're saying, you know, this year I am going to uh, create the best environments we can create in here for these kids uh, and carry that energy into them, right? Pull uh, the energy and the excitement from your vision and from your new year uh, and harness that into your volunteers, and push them to do things and get a jump on that 2024 goal of yours, right? Uh, I think having that goal is important. Uh, and if you're not uh, harnessing this New Year's energy, then, you know, you're missing a big opportunity. Uh, last but not least uh, is use the gap 
uh, of the new year. Uh, the gap I'm talking about uh, is, you know, before sports starts, before, you know, extracurriculars and activity and all that really kicks off. There's a few weeks in January, maybe February. I don't know the whole schedule for everybody everywhere. Uh, but there's some time uh, where everyone isn't quite as busy. They're getting back into the routine. They're jumping back into school. They're jumping back into work. Uh, but a lot of those other things really haven't kicked off yet, which means you have a few weeks where people are not insanely busy. I feel like after that few weeks, you go January, uh, and then all of a sudden you're in spring, and you're doing all your spring sports, and then all of a sudden it's spring break, and then all of a sudden you're doing finals, and then all of a sudden you're doing uh, family vacation in the summer, and then it's fall, and then it's football, and then it's crazy, and then it's the holiday season, and then it's January again. And you get these few weeks where you can really get stuff done. Use that gap for a few different things. Number one, use the gap to recruit, right? Uh, if people are not busy, then they're more inclined to come visit your ministry and see what there's, uh, there, there is to offer, what you've got going on. You can utilize that for your own ministry and really use it as a time to recruit and bolster your uh, ministry area with people uh, because when they are more emotionally available, they're more able to jump in. Uh, you can also use it to get more stuff done with people who are less busy, right? Uh, maybe kick off a few planning meetings or a few idea meetings with some people uh, in January before their schedules fill up uh, and get some ideas hammered out or get some things on the works. Uh, and also use it for yourself. Use it for an opportunity uh, for you to really uh, be able to refresh and reset and recenter and put the nose to the grindstone and really work hard on getting the new year started right. You might have a few weeks because reality is a lot of you guys are in the same boat as other parents. You have kids, you have, uh, you know, all of these other activities and all of these things. Or even if you don't, you're going to go visit the sports and visit the plays and visit the recitals. Uh, take these few weeks in the beginning of January to really dive deep into your ministry and use that gap. That's something we do every year as a staff here at my church. Uh, we have one day in the office where we all just kind of pause and we reflect and we recenter and we start the year uh, with a goal and a vision and a desire to uh, get things done for the Lord. And so think about your own ministry area. Think about what it looks like to harness this energy, right? Uh, how can you harness the dreams and cast your own uh, how can you grab the energy of people and utilize it to, uh, you know, push forward the kingdom of God in your ministry and in your community? And then how can you use that gap and that time uh, to get people plugged in, to get people involved and get people excited about ministry? And that's all I've got for you guys. I hope you have a great day and a great rest of the week. And I will see you all later. Bye. <laughs>